Welcome back. Welcome back to another show of Oz and Hart being the bookie. Hard to believe what we are in week 12. Uh, but here we are. Uh, an interesting weekend to say the least. Uh, just an awful, awful Saturday uh, followed with a really good, which was very close to being great, Sunday and Monday. Um, ready to dive into it. Uh, definitely some good and bad. Obviously, the overall bad is that we lost a unit and a half. Could have been a lot worse, um, but still, you don't want to go backwards. Um, but absolutely avoided disaster on Sunday with a four and one day, uh, and then a little help from Ozman going one and zero on Monday night with uh, the Washington Commanders. Um, so we go zero four one on Saturday. Like I said, just a brutal start. Uh, follow it with a four and one Sunday and a one and zero Monday. Uh, obviously, we lose the two uniter this week with Texas, which really hurt. Um, so you know, weird weekend. Really ready to dive into it. Uh, we'll start talking about some other things first, and then then we'll head on. Um, you know, no surprise here. Dead last in college football pick them this week. Obviously, I went zero and four and one in ours. So already made my money in that, like I've talked about. Um, but you know, yeah, to get dead last was, was, was hurtful. I think I won two games. I think it's 11 games. I think I was two and nine, uh, NFL pick them had a chance going into Monday night. So good week there. But at the end of the day, all that matters is winning that thing. Now I haven't won it yet. Uh, need to try to win two weeks, um, in order to get paid one to cut, you know, my payment in half of what I'll be paying out. So, Needed it, but I'll tell you guys what I needed last night was I needed Philly, and then I needed somewhere between 45 and 48 points. Uh, and the only reason I was on Philly is because there was one guy that was one in front, and then there was like three or four of us uh, that was one back, and the guy told me um, that who he was taking. Not something I'd personally do, but he definitely he basically threw it out there and was like, hey, they're going to cover, so I don't care if you want to be on the opposite side. So I chose Philly. Um and I chose, you know, I, I, I needed the points as well because it would have been a tiebreaker. So not even close there last night because Philly obviously did not only not cover, they didn't win the game. Uh, but good for the podcast in that sense and good for Oz. So, you know, even though I lost the NFL pick on Monday night, um, that did, you know, at least uh, Oz was on the opposite side and smart enough uh, to go with Washington. So that was good. So good week at NFL pick as far as my record. But uh, once again, not winning that. So... Um, got to try to figure out a way to win that in the next couple of weeks and try to get on the board there. Uh, three and one fantasy weekend though, three and one fantasy weekend. Uh, man, I am, I'm looking good. I'm happy with how my fantasy is. Uh, in one league, uh, though I've gone from first to fifth place. That's the one where eight out of 12 teams make it. I'm like three games up on sixth place. So I'm in the playoffs there. All I really care about, um, I'm a game out of first place. So, um, you know, sucks I'm in fifth, but it is what it is. Um, I mean, I guess I'm technically tied for second, but I'm last in the points, so I'm in fifth place. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I'm going to be in the playoffs, and in that league it's just who plays better week 16, 17, 18, uh, which I think I talked about. Um, another league, uh, I have a good chance of making the playoffs. I, I, I think ESPN has me at like 79%, so I feel good. One league, I'm 500. I'm technically tied for the four spot, but I'm in six, which only four out of ten make it. Uh, that's my lowest percentage league of teams making it. So that's the only one I'm down right now. And then in my other league, I actually moved up to first place, guys, which doesn't really matter for the regular season. Uh, but only six six out of ten teams make it, which is still a lot. 
uh, but one and two obviously get by. So I am trying to play for that one or two seed. But guys, I was zero and three in that league, and I'm now seven and three. So pretty cool uh, turnaround there. Basically, what happened is it's a keeper league. Um, you keep your whole team. So I dry, I had a, I traded a bunch of guys last year. Traded for picks. Turned those picks into Chris Olave, uh, Travis Etienne. I traded for him last year um and uh Kenneth Walker and those along with some other young guys I've gotten throughout the year the last couple of years uh have really helped me and and they got off to a slow start but yeah that's how I'm kind of seven and three in that league my only worry in that league is a bunch of guys hitting rookie walls you know with Walker Alave um that definitely happens so we'll see uh I didn't really expect to compete in that league so to be in first place is pretty cool even though it is my lowest money league it's not one I really really put the most effort into but um yeah, pretty good, man. I mean, I'm I'm pretty confident to say that I'll probably make I'll definitely make two out of four playoffs. I'll more than likely make th- make three out of four playoffs. And there's a chance, though I don't love my chances in one league uh, to make the playoffs. There's a chance of going four for four, which would be which would be pretty cool. So good fantasy week. That was the highlight of my weekend. Um, since I didn't win NFL or college pick them, and since I absolutely got obliterated by the bookie. So we talked about last weekend. Um, you know, I I got a big payday. I did not give all of that back, but I gave a good chunk of it back this weekend, unfortunately, with just an absolutely brutal Saturday, probably the worst Saturday, probably the worst day I've had all football season was this past Saturday, because not only did I go over for my bets, but I had other bets out there, um, you know, went big on my Gamecocks this weekend, um, which was an absolute disaster. First time in a while I've really missed with them, because I was on them, Kentucky, on them, A&M. Uh, didn't do the Missouri game. I was on them Vanderbilt games. So I really hit their last three wins. Um, so I, I did sprinkle the money line, but I was more confident in the spread. Obviously, uh, I liked plus eight. Obviously, that was still a disaster. So bad, bad weekend from that standpoint. Um, you know, kind of sometimes when you believe in your team, it can make or break your weekend. And I, I still would have had a bad weekend. Had some bad beats too. Uh, soccer goal gave up in the 93rd minute uh, for me to lose a bet. And, you know, I, I count the Cowboys as a pretty bad beat uh, as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it was a tough weekend, you know, paid the bookie. I'll actually be out in Vegas this weekend. I'm leaving tomorrow. Um, so it will be a different bookie that I'll either be paying or getting paid. Will it be the actual books this week? So I'm pretty excited about that. We'll keep you live updates. Uh, we'll have to get odds picks out today or my wife will have to do it. So I'll have to figure that out. Um but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for my weekend. Yeah, uh, good, good pick them in NFL, even though it didn't go too well. Bad pick in college football, which if you look at our plays, uh, probably no surprise to you guys that I was good in one and not the other because um, I had good picks in one and, and not the other this week. So uh, let's go ahead and dive into the recap here. Uh, I won't dig too much into the college football playoff or anything. Uh, NFL, we're still a little bit away and I'll kind of recap my picks in a couple weeks. Uh, for playoffs and stuff like that probably not this week or next week because college football is still going on but maybe after uh championship games uh sec acc all those championship games in the uh then i'll start digging into nfl and playoffs and a little bit more and and start talking about those um all right so here we go uh let's roll we got to start with college football unfortunately I, i think the most frustrating part about this weekend um it's not that I went 0-4-1. It's that I went 0-4-1, guys, and none of these games were even close. I should have been on the other side of all these games, and they would have been easy wins. Uh, we'll start with Texas, the big two-unit out, out, uh, out of the gate. 
Uh, look, I, I thought I was on the smart side. I thought, oh, everyone's going to be on TCU plus seven. Um, you know, Vegas is trying to pull one over here. Well, I think Vegas was trying to pull one over here, uh, but they got me because uh, I think they were trying to get, oh, Texas favorite by seven. I got to hop on that because Vegas must know something. And I think a lot of people did that, and I think Vegas won a lot of money on TCU. Look, TCU is obviously a good football team, uh, a team that is going to be playing for the Big 12 championship. Uh, that if they win the Big 12, I think even with a loss, has a good shot at the playoff. Obviously, if they go undefeated, no doubt in the playoffs. So just a bad call there by me. Texas, fourth loss on the season, but only first one with Ewers. Um, so there was that was the confidence there, but obviously, uh, obviously just not a good call. Uh, next, we get into Bama. Bama does win the game. They're 12-point favorites, but um, they just eke one out against Ole Miss. I mean, look, I was obviously overhyped on Bama all year. Granted, the two games they lost were very close, but they won some close ones too. Texas A&M was at like the two-yard line. They're god-awful. Um, Texas A&M, that is. Um, you know, uh, who was the other one? I mean, Ole Miss this weekend. Uh, I feel like they had another close win. I mean, they're they're a team that can compete with anybody, man, but they're just not like classic Bama where they show up and beat your brains out. I mean, credit Ole Miss. Maybe they're a little bit better than everybody thinks they are. I mean, 8-2, and two, obviously, not going to win the West. Lane Kiffin. Doing a great job there. Might be heading to Auburn. Might be heading somewhere where he can win a national title. Because um, I, I just think with the boosters and stuff, he doesn't believe he can win one at Ole Miss. Um, but he's doing a great job nonetheless. So Bama minus 12, once again, not even close. The highlight of the day, this is kind of sad because it's the highlight. Uh, Arkansas plus three. Look, man, I you know obviously K.J. Jefferson got announced out on Saturday on game day. I was blindsided by it. I thought we were done. Uh, they win that game with KJ Jefferson, absolutely. I mean, credit LSU for bullying that one out. But if they didn't play better, uh, KJ would have beat them. They had some some stuffs at the goal line where if you have KJ Jefferson, you're getting in the end zone. Uh, but they didn't, and uh, you know they probably should have played that third string guy all game. They also might have won. He looked a lot better than their second string. Um, but Arkansas plus three is a push, and that was the highlight of our day. Unfortunately, uh, late night games we had Ar- or sorry we had Oregon uh, minus thirteen and a half. They lose outright to Washington. You know, last week I kind of jinxed. Um, I don't. Know, well, I guess I jinxed them, man, because I said they were the best hope for the Pac-12. Not only do they lose, but UCLA loses. So my only or the only chance for the Pac-12 to have a team in is if uh, my Southern Cal Trojans run the table. And you know, that's who I picked at the beginning of the year, and they're the only Pac team in the Pac-12 at least with a chance. Uh, not saying they'll do it, but um, they're the only ones with a chance now. Oregon is eliminated from the college football playoff. Um, and so is UCLA with both having their second losses this season. And, uh, yeah, we're going to lose outright to Washington as 13 and a half point favorites at home. Uh, and then finally, Wisconsin. Um, yeah, one point favorites. You know, I was, I guess, mixed it up on offense. They look a little bit better. I thought about betting against them again this week, um, at least on the pod. I might actually do it, but I'm not doing it on the pod. I don't know. Maybe I should start believing in Iowa. Maybe they've, they've turned the corner. But, yeah, they handle Wisconsin pretty easily. Um, and, um, yeah, take, take Wisconsin down and I believe a two touchdown game. So nothing really close this week, guys. I, you know, I can't dive too much more into college football than that. The picks fuck, excuse me, the picks stump. They, they stump. Uh, I mean, yeah, they fucking stunk. I I didn't say it. And I'm like, why no, I I can say it. It's my radio channel, right? Or podcast, whatever I want to call it. Um, they, yeah, they fucking stunk this week. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so college football goes 0-4-1. Uh, 
uh, and loses five and a half units. Just absolutely. Saturday, I was just like, man, we climbed all the way back. We we're only down four units as a podcast uh, going into this weekend. And I'm just thinking to myself, man, I climbed all the way back for what? Just to go all the way back down. Luckily, in comes NFL Sunday. Bucks start us off at 930. Look, I mistakenly said it on the podcast last weekend. Bucks big advantage, one of big of their big advantages. They were in Tampa. They were in Germany. But you know what? I, somebody pointed it out to me. I said they're still going to win, so I wasn't too mad about it. Tom Brady's going to, you know, he's going to be the guy that goes over there, gets his team right, gets the team focused. Terrible play calling by the Bucks, putting Brady out at receiver. Not a great product on the field either, with a lot of guys slipping. It didn't look like it was really football ready field. Um, so that had to be a little disappointing for the NFL, but bottom line is I knew Brady was going to get it done. They're going to get on, you know, I don't know what a role is. They're going to find a way to win this division and they're going to be a hard out in the playoffs. It's Tom Brady, man. The guy just won't go away. Um, and you know, now his wife is apparently, you know, (laughs) hooking up with some Colombian or something like that. Some, some foreigner. And, uh, you know, so he's probably, you know, come back the second half and win the MVP or something. Who knows? That just, just not a good look. And it just kind of was weirded out by that. But, um, you know, poor Brady, I'm sure he'll come and, and, and make the rest of the league pay for her mistakes. So, yeah, but this week worked out our advantage. Bucks minus two and a half. Uh, not easy dub. Yeah, it went down to the wire. They, they, they had a chance at the end. Uh, the Seahawks, that is, um, and Seahawks still ascending, but you know I think the 49ers will overtake them in that division. But nonetheless, Bucks minus two and a half, check mark, big start to the day uh, to start one and zero. Next one, we have the Titans minus three. Look, this is going to be a defensive battle. Um, you have Tannehill versus Wilson, and who would have thought like a year ago you would have said I'd rather have Ryan Tannehill? But hey, give me Ryan Tannehill. Give me that Titans defense against Russell Wilson. Absolutely dominant performance, 17-10 to 10 win. Um, yes, Titans figuring out ways to win games. Uh, back on top of the division. Um, probably going to win that division, though. You know, Colts and Jeff Saturday did win this week, so maybe they'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, man, Broncos just stink, man. They are just bad. So, Titans minus three, another check mark. Start off 2-0. Uh, and then Dolphins minus four. Um that offense is just electric. Tyreek Hill. Uh, now they have Jeff Wilson, um, Waddle. I mean, it, it, Tua. It's just an electric offense. They just put up way too many points for Cleveland. Cleveland could not hold serve with Jacoby Brissett back there. Um, I think they ended up winning this game by about twenty, if I'm not mistaken. So minus four was easiest bet of the weekend. Should have had two units on it. Um, Dolphins minus four to gives us three and zero after the one o'clock slate. Then we go to Dallas, our our actual bad beat of the weekend. I mean, when you're up 14 points, I know it's at Green Bay. I know it's Aaron Rodgers, but they have been atrocious this year. I told you guys I was done with them. Might be betting on them this week, hint, hint. But, um, you know, they, uh, yeah, of course, they finally figured out when I bet against them. Uh, and they don't figure it out to the fourth quarter. But either way, Dallas had a 14-point lead. So as much as I want to credit Aaron Rodgers in that, man, I, I kind of more blame Dallas um, for not being able to hold on to that one. Um, but I will say uh, they did get the ball in overtime. We had a chance for cover because we had minus five, so we just needed them to go punch a touchdown. Uh, they went for it on fourth down, which I thought was weird because I think they were in field goal range. Uh, I never got really heard an explanation on that, but I was happy they went for it, obviously. And it did look like a pass interference that did not get called. Um, so if it does get called, maybe our luck changes and they go down and score a touchdown. But bottom line is they should have won that game in regulation. Uh, but credit Rodgers for the comeback. The guy is still unbelievable. 
Um, but I guess he's just got to figure it out with his receivers, which maybe he did this weekend. Um, so that hurt us. That got us to three and one. Um, and if we win that game, we hold that game. We somehow finish this week positive, which really hurts. But I'll tell you, man, for a losing weekend on the pod, it's probably my happiest one because I was just so dejected after Saturday. Uh, the fact that we only lost 1.6 units this week is pretty awesome. I, I, I'm never happy after a losing week, but man, after Saturday, I was pretty bummed. Um, and then the last one was Chargers plus seven. Um, and that one was wild. Chargers were leading all game. San Francisco goes down and takes the lead. I'm like, please don't score. Please don't score. Uh, San Francisco's up by three. They're driving. Uh, I'm sorry. Chargers go for it on fourth down at like their own 10 yard line. Don't get it. Of course. So now I'm like, San Francisco's going to punch us in. It's third and goal from like the one. And, uh, the announcers are talking about, you know, even if they don't get it, they're going to go for it. Luckily it looked like Eli Mitchell tripped at the two. Um, which instead of getting back to the line of scrimmage, maybe change their decision. San Francisco kicks the field goal. Um, and then I'm just like, no bad beats, you know, no fumbles in the end zone, no laterals or whatever. And, and San Francisco does pick off Herbert, but not uh, enough. Uh, they don't, you know, return it for a touchdown. So San Francisco wins by six. So Chargers plus seven hits. A miss extra point help us uh, make that a win, not a push. Uh, so we do get a little luck there. Um, and we end up going four and one. And then Ozzy last night, as we kind of talked about, had Washington plus 11. Easy win as Washington wins outright. That game was never really in doubt. Um, I think Philly scored first. So maybe if you that, you know, was a bad look or whatever. Um, but other than that, yeah, never really in doubt. Easy win for Ozzy. And man, I, you can just tell the difference with this guy walking around. He walk, He's walking around with his chest out these last two weeks. And he's, he's back on his winning ways. And he, there is an actual difference demeanor in him. It's kind of funny. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a happy guy uh, winning for you guys. I mean, look, he's back to six and six on the season. So he's only down half a unit. Um, and the good but bad thing about this week, you know, I was thinking, so we were down four units. Now we're down 5.6. But Ozzy is only down half a unit. I'm down 0.6 in college football, which sucks because I'm 28, 25, and 2, and I'm down 0.6. But, you know, that's the way gambling works. And then NFL, I'm 23, 26, and 1, so I'm down 4.5 units there. So obviously a big jump there this week uh, as I was down like 7-something going into the week. Um, you know, as bad as this weekend was, especially from the college football perspective, I'm to myself, I'm thinking – Oz is going to finish in the green. He's got a good chance of finishing the green. A lot of time left there. College football, you only got two weeks. Um, and then we'll do championship Saturday with all the all the championship games. And then we'll do the college football playoff. Um, but that'll be it. I, I feel good about you know finishing in the green there. And then NFL, there's a lot of weeks left. I'll be down four and a half units. So not only am I thinking we're going to finish green in the pod, I think Oz is going to finish in the green. I'm going to finish in the green in college football and in the NFL. So we're going to be green in everything. That's my goal. Uh, that's where we're at. So we're down 5.6 total, half for Oz, 0.6 for me in college football, and 4.5 in NFL. So obviously NFL is the biggest climb, um, but the season's progressed. I feel good about it. Um, I you know, feel like you know more about the teams now than you did at the beginning. So uh, I actually don't, you know, I hate being red, obviously, and we're red all over right now, but I don't hate where we're at. I like the trajectory uh, for the rest of the year. And so speaking of that, let's get into these week's picks, and um, we will roll from there. <clears throat> all right, so we're going to start college football off on Thursday. Uh, we're going to try to get us a big win with Tulane against SMU. Look, Tulane is, is at home. They're playing um, – for a spot in the Big Six Bowls, 
Um, they're right now the highest ranked team that is non-Power 5. Um, so they would get the automatic qualifier. So a lot to play for for Tulane. SMU, um, you know, I've watched them a couple of times. We've bet on against them and won against them once already this season. Um, I like the Green Wave to go in there and uh, or at home on Thursday night and uh, put a beat down on SMU. So only three and a half points. Um, you know, love the love the wave right here to uh, to take down SMU on Thursday and get us off to a good week. Next one we got Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Look, Oklahoma State cost us big a couple weeks ago. Um, we're taking Oklahoma State plus seven and a half against Oklahoma at Oklahoma. Look, this is the last game between the rivals. They said that uh, you know once Oklahoma moves to the SEC. Uh, which I have a feeling could end up being next year um, and do it a year early um, that, you know, there's going to be bad blood in this game. There's been a lot of talk about Oklahoma State and Oklahoma and them shedding each other and why they can't keep playing the game and Oklahoma going to the SEC. You know, there's always bad blood because, you know, there's a lot of people that playing at Oklahoma State that probably wish they were playing at Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, there's probably a lot of people that got recruited by both. So there's a lot of bad blood between these teams. So I'm going to take the plus seven and a half here. Oklahoma has not been overly impressive this year. I think they're five and five, maybe six and four. Um, and Oklahoma State has struggled lately. I'm, I'm willing to admit that, but a rivalry game and you're giving me over a touchdown, uh, against, you know, it's not, you know, it's not, uh, it's not Alabama Auburn, right? It's not where one team's great and the other team's not. I mean, Oklahoma State has the better record too. Um, but I mean, I don't think either one of these teams are anything special, but like I said, you're giving me a touchdown granted on the road. Uh, I'm going to take it here. I think Oklahoma state keeps it close. So Oklahoma state plus seven and a half is the second play of the weekend. Third play of the weekend is Southern Cal minus two and a half at USCLA. Like I kind of talked about it at the beginning here. Um, Southern Cal is the only team left in the PAC 12 with a chance to, uh, make the playoff. Do I think the PAC 12 will help it out? Help them out. I don't know, but maybe. Um, but also, look, I love Lincoln Riley. That's why I picked him at the beginning of the year. Uh, Caleb Williams is an absolute freaking stud. Uh, love him as as a playmaker. And I just think Southern Cal will find a way to win this game um, in the Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, obviously it's a road game, but you could have just as many Southern Cal fans there as UCLA. Um, so I'm not too worried about that. Um, you know. Southern Cal played Friday, so they got the extra day. I, I like Southern Cal big here. Um, I like Caleb Williams to have a day and kind of show show off his stuff on the national stage. Um, so give me third play of the weekend, Southern Cal minus two and a half. Fourth play, Michigan minus 18 against Illinois. Michigan has won five in a row by more than 18 points. Uh, that offense is rolling right now. I think they're the second best team in the country. It's at home in the big house. Illinois is an overachieving team this year, even at seven and three. Uh, Belima has done a great job. Uh, that guy should have never left the Big Ten. He was crushing out Wisconsin, then left for Arkansas. Couldn't do anything at Arkansas, uh, but it's back in the Big Ten and is just you know doing a really good job with Illinois. If you know if I was a Big Ten program and you know that was kind of ranked ahead of Illinois on the on the pecking order, uh, Brett Belima would probably be my first call. Um, he's he's done a fantastic job there, but they get they get. Uh, roadhouse this weekend uh, michigan is is uh on a clash with with ohio state to, to be undefeated and, and play for what could be a college football spot obviously a big 10 championship spot um and then whoever wins that game is going to crush i think it's going to end up being purdue um in the big 10 championship so 
I like Michigan big this weekend. I think they'll just run the ball all over Illinois, ground and pound. Uh, won't have to air it out too much. And uh, that's the fourth play of the weekend. And then finally, we stay in the Pac-12. Look, I'm a little nervous. Um, but Utah has played well since losing that first game of the year to Florida. Um, and they didn't play terrible in that one, even in the swamp. They only lost by three points. Um, but Utah plus three at Oregon. Look, or if, can Oregon lose two games in a row at home? I think they can. I think they'll be dejected after the uh, Washington loss. Um, they're out of the college football playoff, and this is a big game for both teams because they are uh, they are playing. You know, uh, they both have one Pac-12 loss. Um, UCLA has two, and Southern Cal has one. So two out of those four teams are going to be playing for the uh, Pac-12 championship. Um, so obviously this will go a big way in determining who that is. Uh, I do like Utah outright. I think they'll beat Oregon. Um, but we're going to take the plus three here. So our fifth college play is Utah plus three. So there's your five uh, college football plays. Tulane on Thursday, minus three and a half against SMU. Oklahoma State plus seven and a half at Oklahoma. Southern Cal minus two and a half at UCLA. Uh, Michigan minus 18 versus Illinois. And Utah plus three at Oregon. Uh, Ozzie will be picking Ole Miss minus two and a half at Arkansas. I'm assuming KJ Jefferson's going to be back this week because it sounded like he was the game time decision. Uh, so tough game there. Arkansas is five and five. Um, you know, definitely had a disappointing season, but. I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, beat Ole Miss this weekend as long as KJ's playing. Uh, we'll see what Oz thinks, and we'll get that video out to you as soon as we can. Uh, probably going to have to be today. Uh, if not, it's probably going to be coming live from uh, either my wife or my roommate. So uh, just hang tight with us, and we'll get that out. Uh, but So we'll have six college plays, all one units this week. Uh, just kind of want to see where we can get to this week. Um, and then um, – you know, down five and a half units. Maybe we can climb a little bit. Maybe maybe we can win them all back uh, and be in the green next week, and then we can just go from there. But yeah, we're gonna stick with all one units this week uh, in college and NFL. Uh, so for NFL plays, I told you guys might be betting on Green Bay this week, uh, and that's because I'm betting on Green Bay this week uh, minus three versus Tennessee. Tennessee, a team I like, uh, but Green Bay has a stout defense, um, and you know, Aaron Rodgers looked like he finally got it going. Um, with Tennessee, well, with his receivers this weekend. Um, not only that, but it's a Thursday game at home. As we know, uh, tough to win on the road. Um, as I told one of my buddies this weekend, you know, I almost had him on the pod too, which I don't think they would have replaced Dallas. I don't know who they would have replaced. Maybe the Titans or the Chargers or Dallas. It would have been one of those three: Titans, Chargers, or Dallas. So. You know, I'm not too mad at him because I got a winner out of it anyway. But I wanted to put the Panthers on the pod last week, but one of my buddies talked me out of it. I did bet them, um, but, um, you know, because they were plus three points at home on Thursday night, man. It's hard to win on the road on Thursdays, and that point was proven again last weekend. So I like Green Bay here to win um, with Aaron Rodgers on the road. So uh, with Aaron Rodgers at home, so I don't think Tennessee can come on the road and beat them. Uh, and Green Bay, you know, two wins in a row against Dallas and Tennessee, man, kind of puts them back in the mix. Probably not for the division, man, because all the Vikings do keep is keep winning, but definitely, uh, definitely for uh, a wild card spot in the NFC. And you know, if Aaron Rodgers gets in that wild card spot, I mean, watch out with the quarterbacks in the NFC. Who knows? Um, so we'll see. Uh, next one is Bills minus nine versus the Browns. Look, man, Bills Bills got beat down this weekend by the Vikings. Uh, Browns aren't a good football team, even though they're about to get Deshaun Watson back. Um, I don't believe he's, I think, I think next week is when he's playing, but even if he's playing this week, I don't expect him to come out and light it up. Um, but I definitely don't expect Kobe Brissett to light it up either. Uh, I think Bill's in a big bounce back here. Josh Allen, 
look, you just got to stop turning the ball over in the red zone. It's it's pretty simple, um, and I think he kind of figures it out this week. Maybe they run it a little bit more in the red zone. Uh, but, yeah, Bills minus nine against the Browns. I like a lot. Uh, third one, Patriots minus three against the Jets. That is, uh, what is it, AFC East? Yeah, AFC East uh, is so interesting right now. I mean, the Bills are technically in third, half game behind the Dolphins, uh, tied with the Jets, and then the Patriots are one game back. But give me the Patriots at home. Um, Belichick will figure out a way to fluster Wilson, uh, not let that offense do enough. Um, I don't. I, I believe Mac Jones is still starting for them, right? Jones or Zappy? I don't know. I don't really care. Um, <clears throat> either one, I think, is sufficient enough to lead them to a win uh, against the Jets at home. I think they'll run the ball a lot with Stevenson and find a way to win this game and a very crucial game for the AFC East. I mean, nobody is out of it for a wild card, for division. I mean, it's all right there for everybody, including the Patriots. I mean, obviously, I think it'll end up being the Bills. Um, I think the only other team that really has a chance to win the division is the Dolphins. But, I mean, you could be seeing three teams come out of that division, um, which is not something I would have said at the beginning of the year. So, good for the Patriots, good for the Jets. Um, But Patriots minus three this weekend is our third play. Uh, Next one, we have Bengals minus five at Steelers. Look, Steelers are not a very good football team. Big win for them against the Saints. Saints are also not a very good football team. Um, (laughs) So, you know, Bengals trying to hold pace kind of with the Ravens, which the Ravens are going to win a game against my Panthers this weekend. So uh, big game for the Bengals here. It is at the Steelers. Uh, which is tough, but they might be getting, or I think they are getting uh, Jamar Chase back. That's not hinging on my pick. If he doesn't play, I still like the Bengals minus five here. Um, they have enough weapons with T. Higgins, a very good receiver, and I for, I'm slipping the name of their number three receiver, but he's also very, very good. Um, so I like the Bengals here. Joe Mixon, uh, they'll be able to score enough points, and the defense confuses Kenny Pickett enough, force him into some turnovers. Um, Bengals minus five is my fourth play of the week, and then. And finally, look, I, I talked about uh, I talked about uh, leaving this team off, I think, just a week ago and not betting on them anymore. Um, and here I am again, but I'm only betting on them because they're playing Denver. I'm taking Raiders money line, plus 130, so that's our dog of the week. It's, it's been a while. Look, it's two and a half points. Take the points if you want. Um, I'm taking the money line. I'm taking the juice. Um, uh, you know, I think they're just kind of due for a game. I mean, they're a talented team that just struggled, man. I watched Derek Carr's press conference this weekend, kind of kind of heartbreaking. You know, you see all the work that they put into it. You know, even teams that stink, man, those guys put in work and, and put their bodies through hell. And um, sometimes it just don't work out for them, and it hasn't worked out for them this year. It hasn't a brutal last-minute you know minute loss to, to the Colts this weekend, um, who have just been a disaster as well. So pretty brutal for Las Vegas, but I do think they bounce back here at Denver, um, which is never an easy play to, place to play. But, man, Russell Wilson's just not very good. Uh, that Denver defense is, though. Uh, I think I saw a stat where it's like if the if the Broncos would just put up 18 points a game, like through four quarters this year, so not counting overtime, they would be like 7-1 or 8-1 or something like that. That's pretty ridiculous, man, especially when you're paying a quarterback what – what they're paying Russ. And they, they do have some weapons, you know, with Judy on the outside. So I don't know. I don't know really what's going on there. Um, luckily, it's not really my concern because they're not my team, um, which not that mine's in any better of a situation. But 
I don't really care. Uh, all I care about is making money off them, and I think we will do that this weekend. Uh, look for Adams to have a big game. Uh, Carr coming out slinging it. Uh, Jacobs grounding and pounding. And I think the Raiders go into Denver and find a way to win that game. So your five NFL plays, Green Bay minus three. Once again on Thursday. So we start rocking and rolling early Thursday. Uh, Bills minus nine. Patriots minus three. Bengals minus five. And Raiders money line at Denver. So those are your five NFL plays along with we'll have six college games. Uh, the five that I pick and the one Oz picks so that will be out on Twitter later. Uh, follow us on there at Oz and Harp BTB. Um, and yeah, it was a wild week, but hey, we're still right there on that ladder on, you know, five and a half units down, um, 5.6 technically, um, where one big week gets us in the green. So let's, uh, let's have that week this week. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for riding along. Um, and let's get us back in the green. So, um, have a great week. Wish me luck in Vegas and, um, yeah, big O nation. Let's ride.